Everything litty, I love when it's hot. Hello, everybody. I am Colin. This is Joe. We are the Fire Starters Podcast, where we chop it up like you chop up firewood. Because, you know, you got to chop the wood. You got to chop the wood to throw the wood in the fire so the fire gets bigger. And that's what we're doing. We're making fires because we got the heat. It is Thursday, July 15th, roughly 8.51 p.m. And today we got our top 15 dynasty rankings on quarterbacks. If you're not familiar with dynasty, it's basically fantasy football leagues, but you keep your players year to year. You get draft picks, you draft from the rookies. You're not redrafting a team every year. So when we're making these rankings, we're not just looking at, oh, who's going to be really good this year? It's who's going to be really good this year and the next five years. So keep that in mind while we're going through our wings. Do you want to just jump right in and uh, start with your top guy, or do you want to start from the bottom? I'd say we start from the top. I feel like top is going to be more similar, and then as we go down, we'll probably get a little different. You want to go every other? I'm assuming we got the same number one. I I think so. I'm I'm here with Josh Allen. No. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> here we go. All right, go ahead. All right, uh, Josh Allen, QB one last year, uh, 25 years old. They didn't draft a running back. So I feel like he's going to get all the rushing in the red zone still. So he's got all the rushing upside. Stefan Diggs is only going to get more in tune with him. So, I, I mean, I think he just keeps it rolling. Yeah. Uh, I had Josh down number two. So I guess we're off to a good start. Yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, based on his ADP on sleeper, he's the number two quarterback in quarterback rankings. Uh, uh, Fantasy Pros Dynasty ranking has him as the number three quarterback. Uh, for their rankings. And like I said, uh, their run game sucks. They did flat out bad. And their defense is subpar. Uh, so that offense is going to be carrying the load. You've seen it a lot last year. And yeah, this this guy's got an absolute cannon. And, and he, he really fixed his long ball accuracy last year. And that kind of is what separated him. He's He's got that gunslinger Favre mentality. He's He's got all the same guys coming back. As far as Diggs and Beasley, which are probably the two most important. And then you got Emmanuel Sanders replacing John Brown, which I think is a bit of an upgrade uh, compared to John Brown, a lot of injuries. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'd love to have my hands on Josh Allen. Gabe Davis. Yeah, I like underrated. Gabe Davis. Keep, keep your eyes for Dawson Knox. And nice. then uh, <laughs> the sleeper is Jacob Hollister. Okay. Yeah. Former Seahawk. Yep. Streaming tight ends. Wonder if he's going to be number forty-eight again. He's going to catch a touchdown sometime this year, and I'm going to be on him in that week in DFS. I'm telling you. Hey, we'll we'll let you know uh, before before that game game happens. Joe will be on it. DFS I'm on it. Savant. Tight end sleepers with high touchdown upside. Once we get there, we'll get there. So yeah, I got Josh Allen number one. I think he stays hot. I, I could see a potential MVP type season coming out of him. He's going to be going up from here. I, I don't think there's there's any any downside to him. I think the throwing is just going to keep improving with what I saw last year. So the rushing is going to stay the same. He's huge, athletic. So yeah, that's why Josh Allen's my number one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Who's sitting there for you? All right. Well, you know, my number one's got to be Patty Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, 
Uh, he's got the ADP rank number one for quarterbacks on Sleeper. Fantasy Pros, Dynasty ranking number one quarterback. I, I thought it was relatively obvious. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's that's why we're doing this. Fair enough. Um, you looked at his numbers last season, and a lot of people called it a down season for 2020, yet he still finished as the QB3 in most scoring formats. I mean, the offense revolves around him. He's He's got the same reliable receivers. He's got Kelsey. He's got Cheetah. I mean, I, I'd say he's got the safest and the highest floor week to week as a quarterback, which is what you want. And then his upside is literally off the charts. And when you're looking at longevity, he did get a little nicked up this year, but it really wasn't too bad as far as his uh, efficiency went and all that. He seemed a little out of it and careless sometimes, but again, that's just going to happen, especially when you're copping off a Super Bowl. Again, he went to another Super Bowl. It's it's in his DNA. So he, he might have some weeks where it's looking like he's not trying, but he's on a 10-year contract with Andy Reid, and he's giving him the ball every time. So you really can't go wrong with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Patrick Mahomes. My note for him says should be number one. Uh, <laughs> The, the reason I didn't put him at number one is, one, because of the rushing upside of Josh Allen. But number two, I expect them to try to lean a little less on Mahomes this year because he got dinged up the past two years. And he was just, like, decimated in the Super Bowl. Um, but I think hopefully – for Clyde owners, they they start leaning on the run a little more, get into those early early rundowns, and then go a little more play action, keep the pocket clean so he doesn't get his beat up. So I, I see a little less volume out of the passing game from Mahomes, but he definitely could easily be number one. And, I mean, he's going to put up MVP-type numbers every year and winning along the way. Kelsey is the tight end to have because of Mahomes, because they have such a good connection. Tyreek Hill is a top three, top two dynasty wide receiver because he's connected to Patrick Mahomes and he's one of the fastest humans alive. Uh, Hardman is good. Demarcus Robinson is pretty good. I mean, Pringle, I've heard good things about. So I got no problem with Mahomes at number one. And I, could easily see him finishing his QB one. Yeah. I mean, like you said, a lot of those same receivers coming back, he's not going to have to learn a new rapport with a new guy. It's going to be the same thing as it was last year. They're Sammy bringing Watkins. pretty much. Oh, 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 Hey, DFS week one, Sammy <laughs> Watkins every year. Oh, Sammy Watkins, Deshaun Jackson. Lock him in, lock him in. in. Again, we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. So, yeah, anyways, that is Patrick Mahomes. So, our, our top two are the same, at least. Yes. Different order. But yep. uh, go back to you. What you got for three? Uh, I got Lamar Jackson at three. Former MVP. He had a down year last year. I think he was trying to tune up his pocket passing uh, last year a little bit. And that kind of hurt his actual like fantasy value but i i can see a lot of big things i drafted bateman i think he's kind of a target hog somebody that he can throw to consistently on the edge sammy watkins same way for three games um 
<laughs> Hollywood still there. Mark Andrews still an elite tight end, still a good asset. So I think he, with his rushing upside, Dobbins and Gus Edwards coming with him, John Harbaugh running that run first read option base offense and his scrambling ability. I think he could easily have a bounce back season. He's also younger than both Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen. I had Lamar at four as my number four quarterback. Uh, he's got ADP rank on sleeper as the fourth quarterback. Uh, Fantasy Pros has him ranked as the number five dynasty quarterback. And I'm going to look at last year and just give it up to the Madden curse. Because <laughs> that's what it was. And again, he, he still had a really good year. He finished as the QB 10 in most leagues. And again, another guy that kind of got dinged up. And with Lamar, if he's got like a sore hammy, sore ankle, something like that, that's really limiting the rushing. And that's where you're forcing him to be a pocket passer. Um, but yeah, he's got opportunity every year to run for a thousand yards. And that rushing touchdown equity is just so big. And I know that there's a lot of talk about J.K. Dobbins being more involved and all that, but I mean, two years ago, Mark Ingram was there, and what was that his MVP year? Yeah, he was MVP year, and he was QB one. Yeah, so I'm I'm not gonna worry about any running backs sharking any rushing touchdowns or anything like that. I I think it'll be a good bounce back year for Lamar, and I I think he's gonna be right up at the top with the rest of them again. All right, so let's move on to your number three quarterback. Who you got sitting there? Uh, at number three, I've got Dak Prescott. Uh, mm-hmm. Dak, uh, ADP six on sleepers, quarterback rankings. Fantasy Pros has him as the number four quarterback in Dynasty. And from what he did at the start of last year, uh, in – five games he was averaging 370 passing yards and in a 16 game season that's almost 6,000 passing yards so I mean I think he can easily get 5,000 yards as a passer again they're gonna lean on him because that defense is still not that good they're weak pass defense even though that they drafted or did they didn't even get no, their they DVD, drafted Michael Parsons. Yeah, uh, they drafted linebacker they got, because they got snake Sir, in the draft. Yes, but Sertain went to uh, was it Denver? The, yeah, Denver, and then uh, J.C. Horn went to the Panthers. Panthers, two, yeah. Two picks right before them, and they panicked. They didn't know what to do, so they <laughs> traded the pick, and then they ended up taking <laughs> Michael Parsons. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> not to mention it's a Mike McCarthy offense, which. He loves saying he wants to run the ball, but we all know what that means. They're going to pass it. And <laughs> yep. he's got the offensive weapons anybody would want. CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Zeke, Tony Pollard. Get any of those guys the ball through the air, and it's all benefiting Dak. He's another guy that's not afraid to call his own number in the red zone. He's got four games against the Eagles and the Giants every year. So, <laughs> so it's like... You, I think last year you would have seen it. I think he would have been top three last year, the way things were going before he broke his ankle. And I, I think that from everything I'm hearing, he's going to be right back there. And it's going to be a lot of the same we've seen early last year. 
you've convinced me to move Dak up one spot on my list. He was quarterback 33 this year uh, in four and a half games. Yeah. he. It's nuts. He finished, well, <laughs> in our league scoring, he finished point three behind Andy Dalton. Hey. Well, I think wow, played, played the rest of the season. Yeah. That's, that's insane. Yeah. So. So, I, yeah, I, I really like Dak next year. I love the weapons. I see you're not on the Dalton Schultz train. No. Blake Jarwin's back, baby. Blake Jarwin. Okay. Sleep for tight end of the year. I'm riding that train. I'm riding um, that train. Yeah, I, the, the O-line will be back healthy. Um, that's super important because when he has protection, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's huge. So that red zone upside, he can pound it in. Um, the read option with Zeke in the red zone works almost every time. And yeah, I think CD lamb year two is going to be huge. Amari that I, I totally agree. I, I like Dak Prescott here. It's a little higher than I have him just because he blew his ankle in half. But I like Dak this year. What do you got Dak in yours then? I have Dak at five. Okay. I'll go down to my number four though. And I have Kyler Murray, 23 years old. He was the QB three last year. Towards the end of the season, he had a little bit of a rough stretch. He scored in our scoring, which is fairly standard, four points for a passing touchdown, six for rushing. So he scored 20-plus one time in the final six games, starting with the New England Patriots, who uh, held him to 7.9 points. Bill Belichick basically told his D-linemen to contain him and – stand with your arms straight up and it it worked <laughs> it worked i i think he was a little bit injured as well um and the only 20 plus point game i think was against philly so that's not saying a whole lot i i have him at number four i'm confident with the the rushing upside they added a weapon in rondell moore who can play anywhere on the offense they added A.J. Green. I'm not sure how much that's going to add or how long that's going to last with his recent injury history, but he still has DeAndre Hopkins going to another year with him, establishing more of a rapport. Christian Kirk, uh, who I'm forgetting somebody. Andy Isabella, baby. That's not who I was thinking. Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, <laughs> is, 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 do we know if Fitz is playing? I, I don't think uh, he's I, retired I think, yet. No, I think he's he's running his last season right now. I think this is going to be his farewell okay. tour. And it might be AJ Green's too. <laughs> well, that that might be for the better. Uh, Chase Edmonds, James Conner, those are the other two guys that I'm that, that are on that offense that could have some fancy relevance. Um, but yeah, I I like Kyler. I like the rushing upside. He's a monster when he gets outside of the pocket. He's got a cannon arm. And I think with Rondale Moore, that's going to unlock a little more playmaking over the middle that they didn't have last year because Christian Kirk isn't that guy. Dan Arnold obviously wasn't that guy. And I, I don't think they had a, another shifty guy outside of Chase Edmonds to kind of catch those passes and make people m miss. 
So I think Rondell Moore will be that guy. Yeah, they. it's kind of – they wanted Fitz to keep being old Fitz, but he just couldn't do it anymore. And so, yeah, I think Rondell being able to fill that role is going to make it easier for Murray not to have to scramble as much, basically, which – Unfortunately, that's where a lot of his rushing upside did come from, was from scrambling and then making a play. Um, I've got Kyler Murray at my number five. Um, so I think we're flat one through five. We've got all the same guys. Uh, Sleeper's got him. ADP rank three for quarterbacks and Fantasy Pros Dynasty has him rank two. And I, he's basically got a lot of the same stuff as Lamar. I, I think he's got a better arm and I think he's a little more accurate. Uh, Lamar's a bigger guy, so I like the edge on that. But the one thing that I, w- I was I was looking at his scores and his rushing touchdown equity. He had 11 rushing touchdowns in 2021, and that wasn't like with a lot of attempts per game. And they all came in the first half of the season. I think he had yeah. one rushing touchdown in the second half of the season. So. I don't know if that's something that's really going to be consistent throughout his career, uh, especially looking at his rookie season. I think he only had four rushing touchdowns. So I, I, of course he's good. I loved him last year. I would have loved to have him last year. Um, but I, I think there are still more questions that need to be answered. Um, but again, he's a young quarterback and in fantasy rushing is everything you want in a quarterback so they can throw the ball and run the ball that's it's the full package and that's why some guys get ranked so high when we'll get to our later numbers i'm sure we'll get a couple running quarterbacks that we each feel shouldn't be where they're being projected and all that but we'll get there when we get there yeah also kyler 23 years old it's that's younger than uh Joe Burrow, I'm I'm pretty sure. I think Joe Burrow's sitting at 24 years old. So a lot of time for Kyler to grow in that Cliff Kingsbury offense. And I thought they were going to draft a running back. I thought they might go for one of the big three that were in this draft with Javante. I, I figured they weren't getting Najee because the Steelers were so honed in on him. But I thought they might go after a Javante or a ETN. But since they didn't, that's a little bit of a confidence boost for Kyler Murray's owners when it comes to his rushing totals. Yeah, I mean, you seen Chase Edmonds as a lead back last year. He really wasn't effective. He was effective as the change of pace back, catching a ball, going 20 yards, um, getting a rush up the middle all of a sudden for 15 yards and stuff like that. He, he He's not a big ground and pound guy and you know James Conner not the healthiest guy ever um and he really wasn't that good on the goal line last year either um so I'm sure it'll be a lot of read options around the goal line a lot of those short swing passes that you see jump balls to nook so I think he'll do great I think we'll see another fantastic Kyler Murray year so let's go to number six so who's number six on your list? Uh, I've got Justin Herbert. Okay. As my number six, uh, ADP 
rank five on sleeper fantasy pros dynasty has him ranked as number six. Um, he just looked good last year. <laughs> I mean, for a rookie quarterback, he made good decisions. He delivered the ball. He managed the game well, and he's got a good group of weapons. You've got one of the best pass catching running backs in Eckler. Keenan Allen was a safety blanket. And then you've got young guys that can stretch the field. Guyton and Mike Williams. Josh Palmer, they just drafted. Yep. And then Big fan of him. Jared Cook replacing Hunter Henry at tight end is solid. A little know. old, but did solid. Know. Did not know they picked him up. Yep. Must have missed that. That's that's awesome for, for Herbert. Great veteran. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you've seen it last year, and I'm – I don't think there will be any sort of sophomore slump for him. Most of the defenses in his division are bad. You look at the Chiefs, they're relatively a sieve. Raiders, you never really know what you're going to get out of that defense. And I can tell you what you're going to get out of that defense. No pass rush <laughs> and awful coverage. Oh, oh, box safety, Jonathan Abram. <laughs> no, Trayvon Mary, not bad. I, I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. That's disrespectful. Um, Sorry to any Raiders fans listening to the podcast. But uh, straight bullets. And then the last one you got is Denver, who's kind of on the tail end of their prime guys, trying to build that defense back up. So I, I think Justin will be able to pick apart all the six division games, even though they're not always gonna, you know win the games in the end of the game last year. But I think he'll be able to do enough throughout the game that he'll be more than relevant in fantasy and has a chance to be a top five quarterback in the second year in the season. Justin Herbert is up here for me as well. I have him at seven. Um just an incredible rookie season. He was I think the top quarterback under pressure this season, which Ooh. is just nuts for a rookie to have picked up on it that fast and the fact that he only got the starting job because a <laughs> bad Tyrod Taylor is <laughs> insane um I I was sitting there last year and I was thinking that Herbert was going to be this Mitch Trubisky type Ooh. because of the throws he's making on tape and I am so glad I was wrong I wish he went to cut the flow though oh I didn't but know yeah. he cut the flow. Yeah, he got his, uh, I think his strength and training coach told him that uh, he, he needed to cut it. And so he got it a little bit high and tight, uh, but he he's still an elite dynasty quarterback. And I'd be happy to have him on any of my teams. He was flying up, like across leagues last year because those first couple weeks, people were thinking kind of similarly where they were like, oh, he wasn't the greatest prospect. He put up these two big games. Now it's time to get off of him. So he was he was moving around in plenty of leagues, and so a lot of people got him for a bargain. I tried. <laughs> Since then, I tried. Well, if you've got him at seven, what are you looking at at six on your end? So I have a controversial figure at six. Uh, <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I like this. I like yeah. this. He was I like five this. last year um, and the year before. 
Right. And the year before. Really? Yes. Wow. He's been QB5 for the last three years. Consistency is key. Yes. Um, so my only note on Deshaun Watson is rapist question mark because uh that is the only thing that prevents him from being any higher on this list he is an incredible player if the texans were any good he'd probably be in the mvp conversation uh but unfortunately the texans suck uh if he comes back to the texans this year it's gonna be a tough situation for him because he lost his number one guy in Will Fuller, who's on the Dolphins. So it's going to be a whole lot of Brandon Cooks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know if that's a good thing. They so lost. that could knock him down a little further, too. Yeah. Uh, Watson, with everything going on, uh, he's my QB 14. Again, if, base, if this offseason didn't happen, um, I would have had him at seven. So he would have been my next quarterback. Um, but with all the question marks, especially with this being dynasty rankings, you don't even know if he's going to play this year if the league takes action. You don't know if he's going to play next year if there's any legal action that's going to be placed. Um, so that right there is enough to make it a little wary of whether you want to grab him. Uh, sleepers got him at the ADP rank 12 and fantasy pros has him at rank 11. Um, so it seems like they're even a little bullish on him. Uh, what I've got down for him is he's got all the talent in the world, uh, but his team sucks and he wants to be traded. So and, uh, I couldn't tell you who their head coach or offensive coordinator is. <laughs> uh, and I know they don't have Chad Hansen, Darren Fells. Uh, I, I think Kiki Cutie's still running around out there. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, uh, they drafted Nico Collins out of Michigan. Okay. Um, that's a big target. So he could, if if Deshaun comes back to the Texans, uh, he Nico Collins could get some some bump too. But say there's a settlement that happens and and Deshaun gets off scot free because people are innocent until proven guilty. Say he, he gets off scot-free and gets traded to the Broncos. What do you think about him there? I, you love it. Yeah. He, he's got all of the weapons in the world at every position, and he's, he's really going to be unleashed. Um, that, is, that is where you see him going from that top five to the three, two, or even yeah. top quarter. I mean, from what I've heard last is that it's a possibility he's going to Philly. Oh, that is the last thing that I've heard. Uh, hey, I don't it, hate that. You're checking up on news and everything. So, again, it's definitely a better situation than Houston. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. I think anywhere in the league outside of Detroit is a better <laughs> situation than Houston. And it's pretty it might be a better situation in Detroit. <laughs> but at least the weather's warm in Houston. In Houston, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll come back to my end. My number seven is the Russell Hustle and Bustle Wilson. Sleeper's got him at ADP rank seven. Fantasy Pros has him at Dynasty rank eight. And he just, he does it. He, he plays superhero. It. And he's lost 
me a lot of money. And <laughs> he has Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf who are just ticking time bombs at any point that could explode for 200 yards, two touchdowns, and 15 receptions any game. He was the MVP through, what, eight weeks last year? Every year. He is every year. <laughs> he never gets a vote. He's, he's ne- he never gets a vote. Troy Aikman will not let you forget. <laughs> um, but he's, he's relatively consistent. He makes winning plays, and he's the only reason uh, Matt Flynn doesn't have a job anymore. Poor guy. Green Bay legend. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson. I have him sitting at 11. Um, but yeah, Russell Wilson seems like every year is the MVP through week 10. Uh, put your money on him. He's probably plus 200 at that point. And then he has a three game stretch where Pete Carroll decides that they need to run Chris Carson. (laughs) And then he get he threw, he goes into a game, throws five picks. There's always that one game every year, but Russell Wilson is a, solid solid quarterback he's a super bowl caliber quarterback he's proven that he is great in the pocket great scrambling he can get you yards on the ground he has the best touch pass in the nfl and tyler lockett and dk metcalf will keep feasting because russell wilson is so good yeah, he, he knows how to get his guys the ball. I, I, I think he throws such a catchable ball. Uh, Tyler Lockett's never dropped a red zone target. Ooh. That's ooh. Fun fact. Ooh, I like that. I like that. that that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's heat. <laughs> that's, uh, okay. Fun fact. Fun fact. So Tyler Lockett, that's that's somebody you can trust in the red zone. Not somebody you think as of as a red zone threat, but his toe taps I are some of <laughs> yeah. the filthiest elite. Oh my god, yeah. So his spatial awareness and his toe taps and his hands and Russell's throwing, it it's the reason why there's some weeks he's putting up fifty four in PPR leagues. Yeah. And again, that's another team that in the last few years, have needed to score a lot of points to stay in games. Uh, that Legion of Boom is gone. <laughs> it, <laughs> it is, is quiet. That 12th man has retired. Yes. Um, so a lot of it is on Wilson's shoulders to outscore the other team uh, rather than relying on that defense to get short fields, get turnovers and all that. So Wilson's given ch- opportunities for longer drives, and he's really good at extending drives so i think he'll be good yeah uh we we were talking the other day um and we were kind of checking up on the legion of boom uh richard (laughs) sherman recently arrested Uh, (laughs) cam chancellor retired earl thomas free agent uh kj wright i think he's a free agent we saw that uh, and Bobby Wagner is still a tackle machine. So yeah. that's, that's a, the, the lone soldier of the Legion of Boom that's left over. Yep, sir. If you're looking for an IDP, uh, yeah. Bobby Wagner is still top tier at yeah. his advanced age because yeah. nobody else is tackling anyone on that team. Absolutely. 
All right. Um, so I'll move on to my number eight. All righty. Uh, I have somebody who may or may not be hosting Jeopardy from here on <laughs> out. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, MVP last year, potentially coming back to the same team, same situation, same coach. One of the most stable situations that a quarterback is going to be coming to. Unfortunately, he might not think so. Aaron Jones, they just locked up. They drafted Amari Rodgers. Uh, Devontae Adams is probably the best wide receiver in the league. Um, always open. Bob Tanyan, elite. Uh, the only question is, is he coming? Is he going to be there? Uh, Rodgers. Uh, I've got him at number nine. Um, the only reason I have him that low is, you know, advanced age. You don't know how many years you're getting out of him again. And, and yep, this off season's got a little, little questionable. Uh, Sleepers got him ADP rank 10, uh, fantasy pros dynasty rank 12. He was the number two quarterback last year. Uh, he was an MVP at age 37 and there is literally no signs of him slowing down another 40 touchdown season. I, I, I think he could play another five years easily in the league i think he can play into his early 40s still be effective he's got a good offensive line he's a fantastic pocket quarterback he's got the arm he can hit all the throws whether it's in green bay or not i'm pretty sure he'll end up somewhere where there's enough weapons that's going to keep aaron Rodgers extremely relevant for the next few years yeah uh the last report that i saw was he would play out this season because uh, he passed the COVID-19 deadline where you could opt out and keep most of your salary for the year. So he didn't opt into doing that. So it sounds like he'll be playing this year. Um, he renewed his membership at a Green Bay Country Club. <laughs> Fun fact. that it, it Something small, but I think it matters. But uh, the report was he would be playing out this season with Green Bay and seek a trade next offseason. Um, because just the cap situation, how the money would work out. So it sounds like he'll be in Green Bay for this season, and then we'll see how it goes. And then uh, next offseason, he could be on the move, which could be a good thing. We saw this with Tom Brady, where he had a good season uh, in New England, and then he moved on to Tampa Bay and had a great season in at an advanced age so we'll see if it's any way similar to that but aaron Rodgers, complicated guy uh got him at number eight yeah yeah i've i've got him at nine um who i got at number eight i've is the young boy joe burrow baby Mm. sleepers got him at adp rank eight uh fantasy pros dynasty rank number seven uh, just him getting hurt last year is just ugly. It was ugly. It was frustrating because that team was fun. They were in games. They were making noise. And I think it's going to be even better this year. I love the team they have around him. It just all makes sense. You've got your established one running back that's going to run the ball, not play wide receiver. You've got three Really good wide receivers in Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Ty Boyd. 
they've they drafted a lineman and their defense is gonna suck still. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna be losing. Joe Burrow's gonna be throwing the ball probably almost 50 times a game and be able to drop back and shouldn't have to worry as much about dying. And I think I think he's got so much upside. He's just so cool. You've seen it in college. You've seen it at LSU. You got the the picture of him smoking the cigar. He's got the vibe. Oh, I, I want to get my hands on Joe Burrow. I do. And that's why I, I got him at eight. I think he's got some of the best upside of all of the younger quarterbacks that are coming into the league and are in the league right now. I, I think that Bengals team is going to make noise in the next five, six years. Yeah, Joe Burrow, I – I, I really liked him at LSU in his senior season with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase and having him reunite with Jamar Chase, even though I wanted them to take Sewell for his safety. <laughs> um, Jamar Chase is a, a incredible weapon and he's going 101 in most non-super flex formats um, and it is warranted. Uh, they've been building this team up for a while to support a great quarterback, and they have it with Joe Burrow. I have him at 13, which is a little lower, but I just hate that he blew his knee after 10 games because of how awful that O-line was and just the lack of support in the running game. Um... But the weapons he has this year, T. Higgins, they drafted first pick of the second round. Jamar Chase, they picked with the fifth pick of this past draft. Tyler Boyd, second round pick. Joe Mixon, second round pick. And then they drafted their last, or in this past draft, they got a tackle, Jackson Carmen out of Clemson in the second round to protect them. They have Jonah Williams coming back who was injured all of last year, uh, who they drafted with the 11th pick, but is coming back this year. And they got Riley Reef, who is a really good veteran tackle. It sounds like they're going to be bumping Carmen into right guard to play alongside Riley Reef. Jonah Williams at the left tackle. The other two, the interior guys, left guard, Xavier Suofilo, seems like a pretty injury-prone guy, not great. And their center... Just they signed him to an extension. I don't know anything about him, but if they sign him to an extension, he must be decent. <laughs> you you would hope so. You uh, would hope so. But yeah, uh, finished his QB twenty five in ten games. That's that's pretty good. He's an older, young quarterback, seeing yep. as he's going into his second year and he's twenty four already. But he has a lot of experience playing the position and he looked really good. He has some rushing upside. I don't know how much he's going to be running around with that probably heavy knee brace on, but uh, yeah, I, I bumped him down a little bit just because I don't see him rushing that much. And it sounds like they're going to be trying to get uncle Joe Mixon involved a little more as they say every year. <laughs> this is true. This is true. But, yeah. Yep. But, uh, yeah, they they drafted three O-linemen in this draft, so hopefully they can protect him a little bit, and he will move his way up this list very fast. So I'll go to my number nine, 
and I know you like this guy. Uh, only 33 years old, even though it seems like he's been in the league for a really long time. Yes, sir. New offense, <laughs> Matthew Stafford. I got him at number nine. Finishes the QB 15 last year in that garbage Lions <laughs> offense. And he is playing with weapons, with an offensive genius that made Jared Goff look good. Oh, my God. I uh, I can't wait. I, can't I yield wait. my time to you, my friend. Um, I put Stafford at number 10. He rounds out my top 10. Um, I put him one spot behind Rodgers, even though I think that he will play longer than Rodgers. Uh, my only question is he's had a lot of injuries a lot of bad injuries nothing nothing torn as far as like ligaments he hasn't blown up any tendons or anything like that but he's been knocked around a lot in Detroit but oh the weapons on offense you've got Cam Akers at running back you've got Cooper Cup you got Robert Woods you got my boy Van Jefferson in there Tyler Higby that offense is going to be so fun and it's so good to see Stafford given the opportunity to show the world his greatness. He's probably one of the most underrated quarterbacks of all time. I think he's a surefire Hall of Famer. He's going to be the MVP this year. I I can see him throwing for 5,000 yards and 45 touchdowns. He likes to throw interceptions, but that's what you get. It's, it's, It's going to be a fantastic season. I think the Rams are a lock for the NFC Championship. I think they can make the Super Bowl, and I think Stafford can be the MVP. Sean McVay is so excited to have this guy, and I'm so happy that he's finally getting his flowers, and he's just going to be so good. Yeah, uh, if you can't tell, Joe owns Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I was in that stop, baby. <laughs> I love Matthew Stafford, dude. Oh, um, But yeah, Matthew Stafford has one of the best arms in the league, um, he's it's kind of Andrew Luckish the way he's been beat up, um, where it's been these weird injuries like broken vertebrae, yeah. Where it's it's not like yeah he tore his ACL like Joe Burrow where you get a soda and you're pretty much good to go in a year or two. Kind of Deshaun Watson you can't really tell that he tore his ACL two years ago, but Matt Stafford it's just like yeah he's down with a broken thumb it's like yeah damn random things yeah it's nothing it's not these injuries you hear every guy get it is something like oh that can happen to you type yeah. of thing he's, he's got a defense he's yep. got a defense for once behind him that's going to be turning the ball over for him he's going to have short fields and i'm telling you he's going to be scoring so many points he's going to be up there Stafford could be top five quarterback this year. He could be top five. He could be up there. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm I'm on the Rams bandwagon, baby. Let's see it. So uh, I I know this is a bad question to ask right now, but who do you think has the highest odds to win MVP? Highest odds? It's got to be probably Patrick Mahomes. It's Matt Stafford. Oh. See, you had to put it in like three months ago. And it was like, I think it was one to five. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Stafford, he is set to succeed. Um, they're going to be 
a scary team. Uh, you're going to want to own Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. And I don't think you're going to be able to get them, but Cam Akers is going to be special. Uh, it's almost like I have Stafford Akers and Cooper Cup. <laughs> oh, baby. Go Rams. Oh, man. Yeah, and I think we're going to be in a situation where Sean McVay is going to finally just be able to cook because he has all the ingredients. I think last year he was trying to make recipes work with no salt. (laughs) And now now he's got it. He's going to be cooking, and I tell you what, it's going to look good. They're going to be running jet sweeps. They're going to have drag routes coming behind the quarterback, catching swing passes. It's going to get weird, and McVay is going to love every second of it. Yes, sir. So I think after that, we touched everybody I have in my top 10. Um, I'll, I'll round out my top 10 with a Sir Thomas Brady. Oh, yeah. So wow. Tom Brady has at least two more years in him. He's 43 years old and was the Super Bowl MVP last year. I don't know how he does it. I think he made a deal with the devil. His hair looks better than ever. He's throwing Super Bowls, off, Super Bowl trophies off of boats. I like. I don't. I don't know what's up, but Tom Brady is still playing like he's 27 and he's 43 it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't he was qb7 last year yeah he has all the weapons this is why he came to tampa he has all oh, the weapons yeah. in the world people are taking minimums to come play for tampa like he's lebron like people like giovanni bernard is just like yeah I might as well i mean sure i'll come get a ring yeah. and then you got mike evans and chris godwin who are just elite assets. And then Antonio Brown is it's apparently not a nutcase, even though he lives in Tampa now. Uh, it's just, I, I don't know. I don't know how he keeps doing it, but I have no reason to believe that he won't. Uh, found out today he played all of last year on a torn MCL. Uh, I don't that, believe it. That's, that's what the, the report said that I read today. I read it over. They're like, yeah, you had a partially torn MCL all year at 42 years old, won a Super Bowl, finished QB7. I The only reason he's this low is because he's 43, and I don't even know if that means anything to him. Well, I, I'll be honest. I didn't, have, <laughs> I didn't have Brady anywhere in this ranking. That's fair. I didn't. Um, I mean, looking at it, I, I went up to 19. I'd probably have him 20. Sure. It'd be between him and Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. But looking, if if it was a redraft, I I mean, it's hard not to take Tom Brady on even like third. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Was it 4,600 yards last year? He was close to 40 right, touchdowns, yeah. if not over. And when you got Mike Evans, that can catch two balls for two yards and two touchdowns. You got Chris Godwin. You got Scotty Miller, who can stretch the field. He has everything. You could see Tampa Bay running right to the Super Bowl again this year. 
bringing everybody back that they did. Um, it's it, it's amazing the careers they're kind of reviving down there. A lot, like you said, Abron kind of just brings guys. Legoat, yep. bringing guys. <laughs> well, well, Brady is the he is the goat of the NFL, and he, he does the same thing. And guys guys want the opportunity to play with them. They know they're going to be successful, and they know that he can still get it done. And they have fun in Tampa, unlike uh, in. in <laughs> <laughs> they, you can smile down there. <laughs> I mean, Bruce Arians keeps it a buck as much as Bill Belichick does. That's for sure. But man, it's heartbreaking yeah. last year. So so caution to dynasty owners uh, that are rebuilding: don't trade for Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> that's no. not what I'm saying no. here. This is why he's ten. If you are trying to win a championship trade for Tom Brady because you can probably get him at a discounted price compared to some of these other guys. And he's still probably got two elite years left in him somehow. That's, that's where I'm getting at with this going for upside. Um, and Tom Brady at 10 feels like good value for a competitive team. All right. With that, uh, let's uh, run through our top 10 real quick. Um, I had Pat Mahomes, one, Josh Allen, two, Dak Prescott, three, Lamar Jackson at four, Kyler Murray at five, Justin Herbert at six, Russell Wilson at seven, Joe Burrow at eight, Rogers at nine, and Matt Stafford at number 10. Right. Yeah. I mean, my list is fairly similar. Shuffled around. I got Josh Allen at one, Mahomes at two, Lamar Jackson at three. Kyler at four, Dak at five, Deshaun Watson at six, Herbert at seven, Rogers at eight, Stafford at nine, and Brady at ten. All right, it leaves us five more spots, Sir. give or take a few. Granted, I have Watson sitting at my number fourteen, so I got four more guys on my list. Yeah, um, I have uh, Russell Wilson eleven and Burrow thirteen, so. All right. Okay. I'll jump back in at my number 11, where I've got Trevor Lawrence. All right. Um, everybody's hype on him. People, people think he's he's the next thing. Um, sleeper. He's got him at ADP rank nine. Dynasty Pros has him at rank nine. I, he's he's got all the tools. He can run the ball. He can make the passes. Um. He's got good skill position players. Uh, the the biggest questions are really Urban Meyer and what is he thinking? <laughs> Who knows? Let's, let's have our running back play wide receiver. Let's have Tim Tebow in here to be, be a good locker room guy. So it's I, I, I think his situation's really similar to Burroughs, but I think the structure around Burroughs is just better. And I yeah. think that's the difference between the two. That that that's why I have Burrow at eight and Trevor Lawrence at eleven. Um, and yeah. as a guy that is coming in the league his first year, uh, you still never seen him throw an NFL pass yet. And and that's something I I'm never big on a rookie until I see it in the league. So, uh, but still I again he's he was de, de facto number one all year um so he's, he's i'm sure he'll live up to it i'm sure he'll be up there 
Yeah. Um, if you're in a super flex draft and you have the 101, this is your guy. Yeah. You, you take 100%. Trevor Lawrence and you don't think twice about it. Uh, this is one of the best quarterback prospects that I've ever seen. Um, it's it's kind of like the, the Peyton Manning and then the Andrew Luck, and now it's Trevor Lawrence, where he can make every single throw on the field. He has every arm angle, and he has rushing upside, which is just the, the trifecta that you want when it comes to a dynasty quarterback. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to a fantasy quarterback, he's only 21 years old coming into the league, which is incredible. Um, I have met 12, one spot above Joe Burrow. And that's solely because he's such an incredible prospect and because of Joe Burrow's injury. Um, Trevor, I, the, the, the question marks that I have are the same things that you were saying. I have, one of the best quarterback prospects we have ever seen, comma, don't like the Jags. <laughs> uh, As no one should. <laughs> yeah, just all the reports are just strange coming out of Jacksonville. The Tim Tebow pickup was weird, and I'm surprised he's still on the team. I thought that it was going to be like a three-day thing, and then it was going to be like, oh, we can't play I, that. I thought no, he was coming he's... for a workout. Yeah, and now now he's like on the roster and he's taking pictures in the '85 jersey. Like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, but reports are saying that Lavisca Chenault is the greatest player of all time. Uh, DJ Shark should have a bounce back year. Um, it's James Robinson and ETN. It sounds like they're going to be splitting. Uh, but ETN might end up playing wide receiver. We, that, like you said, we have no idea what's going on in Jacksonville. I don't think Urban Meyer knows what's going on in Jacksonville. His mind might still be with the 2016 Ohio State team. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I can see this going a lot like Nick Saban in the NFL with Urban Meyer. Uh, but I hope I'm wrong because I want all the best for Trevor Lawrence because he can be incredible. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if Urban Meyer even makes it through the year. Yeah. To be honest, it's it's just it's so weird. And that's not something you want to do with a rookie quarterback of this caliber, not to mention the positions, the skill position players he has around him. Um, but another team with just an atrocious defense outside yes. of their linebackers. Um it's Trevor should have plenty pass attempts and hopefully he can do some damage and produce with them. Yeah. You, the thing is with the Jags, you don't want to waste time on a generational quarterback's clock. Uh, and it, that hopefully doesn't happen, but with, with urban Meyer and the weirdness that's coming out of Jacksonville, it very well could. All right, let's let's keep rolling down your list because I got Trevor at twelve and Joe Burrow at thirteen, who we've already touched on. All right, so my number twelve, I I can kind of lump twelve and thirteen together. All right, all right, hear me, hear me out, hear me. Okay. They're they're both players that are in relatively similar positions, right? So at twelve, I've got Ryan Tannehill. Okay. ADP rank eighteen on sleeper. 
Dynasty Pros, Dynasty Rank at 15. And, and, and what you get out of Tannehill is he is just a consistent game manager. Um, you know that offense is give the ball to Derrick Henry and then do damage in the play action. And it happens every single game. It is that consistent. And now you add another stud like Julio Jones to that. I think that's just going to be another year of a dynamic offense in Tennessee. And Tannehill's got really sneaky rushing touchdown upside. He had seven rushing touchdowns last year. And he goes in and he scores, he jumps, he gives his little finger roll. He almost hurt himself last year. Um, but he, he, he doesn't make mistakes and he commands that offense to a T and the guy I got at 13 Trey Lance. He's, I think he's going to be the same exact thing in San Francisco. That offense is meant for a game manager cornerback. You see that in Jimmy G he's been consistent when he's been healthy. Um, You've got the weapons, you've got Kittle, you've got Debo Samuel, you've got Brandon Ayuk. Um, Steve's got Trey Lance at ADP 15. Fantasy Pros has him at Dynasty Rank 10. And a lot of stuff is like, he's raw still. He he can be molded into whatever Shanahan wants to. And I think by the end of the year, you'll see him take over. Um, I, I don't think Jimmy G comes back at all at the end of the year. I think Trey Lance is going to be their quarterback. Um, a lot of rankings have him higher uh the reason i got him at 13 is because he probably won't play right away so you're given you you have to put pretty much a year under his belt where you're not going to get any production from but like i said i think he can do all the same things that Tannehill does in arguably a better offense with more weapons Um, you know that running attack in san francisco is going to be good no matter who they're giving the ball to they could pull a guy off the street (laughs) and he might run for 20 cares and a hundred yards and two <laughs> touchdowns in a game. And that's it's, what they did with Raheem Mostert. <laughs> ex- exactly. And then Jeff Wilson Jr. And yep. it's like, I, I, I think that San Francisco situation is so concrete and it's a good situation that Trey Lance is, has all the keys to be successful. It's just whether you can start that engine and make it go. Um, so that's, that's my 12 and 13. Okay. I'm going to, agree with you on Tannehill and disagree with you on Trey Lance. Um, I like all all of the analysis on, on Tannehill. And I, I just have one problem with Julio and AJ Brown because AJ Brown told Julio, a, if you come here, I'll give you number 11. (laughs) Guess what? (laughs) Julio got traded to the Titans and is wearing number two. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> um, it's going to be it great. Probably, it probably has more to do with like the Dalvin situation where you have to buy out all of your jerseys <laughs> that are on the market. <laughs> and AJ Brown is an incredible receiver. So he probably has a ton of jerseys out there. And he'd probably have to pay a couple mil to get those off the market and switch his numbers. So I think Julio's like, hey, save your money. I'll be number two. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't have Tannehill on this list. I was kind of moving him around, seeing where he'd fit, but I couldn't quite get him in there. Uh, he'd probably be sitting at 16 for me, honestly. 
Okay. But uh, I had him in here. I had Julio, AJB, Derrick Henry, period. <laughs> because yeah. that's all you need to make that offense go. Starts with Derrick Henry, continues to play action, and Ryan Tannehill can make all the throws. And he had a 60-yard touchdown run off a of read option because everybody is like, we got to go get Derrick Henry. And then he just <laughs> sneaks out the back door and runs free for a touchdown. So it's he yeah. every, everything centers around Derrick Henry as it should, because he's a monster. Yeah. I Tannehill is really, really special. And Dolphins might've fumbled the bag. It's the other Trey Lance I have sitting at 15. I think that Trey Lance is way more than a game manager if uh, he can bump up to that upside that he has and mesh brains with Kyle Shanahan. Um, I think Shanahan has the ability to kind of mold these quarterbacks. He's been working with pocket passers with Kirk Cousins and then Stafford and then Jimmy. And I think that with a rushing run first quarterback in college, if he can fine tune that arm Trey Lance can be like the sky's the limit and so I think that he should sit all of this season I don't think he should play a snap unless Jimmy gets hurt which yeah. is very possible <laughs> yeah. um but I if if he can sit this full year and just hit the books just work on fine-tuning those throws because he didn't throw much in his last year in college, and he did a lot of running the year before that as well. Um, but his deep ball is a pretty sight, and I, I think that it's wheels up for the 49ers offense, not this season, but next year with Debo and Ayuk and Kittle and cast of rotating running backs with Trey Sermon Trey Sermon, baby. Yes, yep. sir. <laughs> My guy. But yeah, I think I think Trey Lance has the, the the third highest upside in this quarterback class behind Trevor and Fields. But I think that he could be incredible. So I'll, I'll take it you've got Fields at 14 then. Yes. Yes, I do. Fields is I, I don't I don't understand what happened between the end of the college football season and the draft where it's like, oh, yeah, Trevor won fields two. And then we'll see after that. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, Trevor won Zach Wilson, two, And then we'll see. And and then it's Trevor won fields or Trevor won Wilson, two, Uh, And then Mac Jones, three. <laughs> Question mark? Yeah, maybe. And then it's like, well, what happened? What happened to the guy that was one of the best high school prospects of all time and just only delivered in college? And I, I just, I don't know where, how the Bears ended up with him. And, but I just think that that offense with Allen Robinson, who's just a security blanket, just makes every contested catch. And then you got Mooney, who is a nasty route runner Ooh, and yeah. can burn. And Fields can throw a pretty deep ball. So I I would want to be owning Mooney, 
I want to be owning Allen Robinson. I want some Cole Komet. Like, I just think that Justin Fields is really special. And being a Packers fan, I'm get mad that the Bears have him. <laughs> yeah, um, I I put Fields at 19. Um, he was one of my guys I had up there, and then he, he got bumped out. Uh, Sleepers got him at ADP rank 13. Uh, Fanny's Pros Dynasty rank 13. I, I don't watch a lot of college football in general, so I really haven't watched any of them. And... From what I heard, Dalton's still going to be the starter. So, again, you're getting a guy that's not jumping right in. You're not getting the production for a year, maybe. But who knows what Matt Nagy means when he says that that's our guy. Um, I think Allen Robinson leaves after this year. That was another note I had down. Uh, He clearly doesn't like it there. (laughs) He he wants out of there already. Mooney is good, but after that, you really don't have much. David Montgomery is a subpar running back. Tariq Cohen's a subpar running back. Cole Komet, we don't know what he is because they wanted to go get Jimmy Graham last year. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) my, my last point was, don't have much else going for them team wise <laughs> outside of those two guys. So, so that's the only reason I got field so low. Um, again, I, I, I really never put a lot of stock into rookies. I like seeing, I put guys ahead of them that I've seen play and all that. So that's the only reason I've got fields that low, but I, again, I, I think he's, probably top three as far as rickies go i i i put him above zach wilson i've probably put him above trey lance like from the jump so i still think he's the second best quarterback in the draft i i I, but i clearly the guys that do that for a job know better so yeah i don't know so uh i i think Allen Robinson might want to leave because uh, he's just been screwed his entire <laughs> career. I think he's just like, can I please play with somebody that can throw it to my chest? <laughs> please. And I think Justin Fields can do that. So I, I think that uh, he'll be a little better off and maybe uh, – the 10 games with Justin Fields will, will keep him in town. Um, but yeah, he hasn't signed an extension. He's on that franchise tag. So he very well could leave after this year and Fields could be looking at a pretty bare <laughs> cupboard um, with uh, Anthony Miller. <laughs> and, Another guy and Darnell, that doesn't want to be there. And Darnell Mooney. It, it could be a little rough and they'll be wishing they had those first round picks that uh, they traded for Khalil Mack. They'd be wishing they had Cordero Patterson back. He's <laughs> <laughs> now running around with the Falcons. Oh, oh. man. Well, I, I, does that hit everybody on yours then? That is everybody on my top 15. All right. Well, my last one at number 15 is Tua. Tua. Uh, Sleepers got me ADP rank 16, Fantasy Pros Dynasty rank 17. 
Um, another guy that kind of was in a weird situation last year. They started Fitzpatrick. They benched Fitzpatrick. They started Tua. They benched Tua in the middle of a game. Went back to Fitzpatrick. Went back to Tua. They, they you you got to just give him the full reins of the offense at this point. Adding Will Fuller, another guy that can stretch the field, make things easy. Adding Jalen Waddle, they got weapons now. That offense has weapons. So if Tua can get that ball to those playmakers, and Miles Gaskin can continue doing what he did last year, I think the offense is still going to be pretty good. Uh, they've got the cover guy and Zayvon Howard on defense. They've Maybe. got uh, Jerome Baker. They've got Agba on the line. They got some good pieces on defense. I think the team's going to be good. So it's not like Tua's going to have to play hero ball or anything to try to keep him in games. I think he can pick his spots. I I, I don't see him being a 30-attempt-per-game guy, but I think he'll be able to do enough damage with 20 to 25 attempts a game and hooking up with Mike just or yeah, Mike Jacecki, you know. Find that tight end. Yeah. Young quarterbacks love the tight end. It's true. Young quarterbacks also love people they played in college with. So that's Jalen true. Waddle will be a welcome addition to that that Dolphins offense. Um, I have mixed emotions about Tua just because I'm a Tua owner in both leagues, <laughs> in both dynasty leagues that I'm in. So uh, I really would love if Tua was good. Um, but last year it was so it was like it it was like somebody else in Tua's body after watching him at Alabama where he was so poised and confident in the pocket and he was throwing bombs and it it reminded me of Drew Brees Tua at Alabama yeah uh, and then he gets that awful hip injury and then comes back and he should have sat all year and just kind of got his feet under him, learned the NFL, but they threw him in against the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you like, you got the guy coming off of one of the worst injuries in sports, please don't play him against Aaron Donald. Like, if you want him to have confidence, let him, <laughs> let him ease into it against, like, the Jets or the Eagles or someone with a bad defense. Let yeah. him kind of throw it all over the field. Yeah. But, yeah, he was kind of thrown in haphazardly. They're like, yeah, we're playing him week 11 no matter what. And it's like, I just don't understand why they would make a deadline, like a hard set deadline, instead of just kind of feeling it out and seeing where he's at de- developmentally. Um, but, yeah, there was some impressive moments. He needs to just learn that guys aren't going to be wide open in the NFL. Yeah, because at Alabama, everybody's wide open. That's true. College <laughs> defenses are a joke. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like Alabama plays the Citadel, and Devontae Smith has 18 catches for 350 yards and four touchdowns. It's like yeah. because he's just wide open because he's playing against guys that were two star prospects. But Tua just needs to learn to trust his guys, get him the ball. And trust his body because it's it was obvious that he just was afraid to get hit. It seemed like, and you you can't play that position if you're afraid to get hit. 
yeah, hip hip injuries never never a good thing. Yeah. Especially at a quarterback, a lot of torque going on in that body, especially for a smaller quarterback. I mean, yeah. Isaiah Thomas's career pretty much got derailed due to hip injuries in the NBA. So it was like, it's something you want to watch for. I still think he can do it. I think he's in a good position to do it. It is just is really weird rookie season for him, but yeah. I, I love the upside on him from rounding out my top 15. Yeah, I also love the upside, and you can get him for pretty cheap right now if you're looking to trade for somebody with upside because this is kind of a make-or-break season. It all happens so fast in the NFL now. You saw it with Josh Rosen where it was like he got one year and he hasn't played in the NFL since. If you don't make your impression right away, you're going to be off of NFL rosters pretty fast. So with all of the weapons they've added alongside of him, he's in position to succeed. And he has all of the talent to do it. But uh, just last year was a little bit concerning. And I'm hoping that he bounces back, obviously, for my fantasy team's benefit. <laughs> but also because he's a really good dude and I, I want to see him succeed. And I like the dolphins. A team that's always sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Finally getting, getting back and turning stuff around. That's, that's why it's fun that the Browns are good. We, yeah. we, we've seen them come full circle. So, well, and, I got one more segment for you, Joe. <laughs> one that I, I mildly prepared you for. Oh. This, is, this is something I'll be throwing at you every week. Called the heat check. Here we go. All right. So I, I I want you to give me your hottest take you can come up with, and just just let me hear it. Let the people hear it. <laughs> um. Well, I I think we can. I want to go back to Watson. I I think he gets traded still <laughs> before this season even starts. Okay. And and I I think it's this Philly thing. I I think he's going to Philly, and we get to watch the dumpster fire that Jalen Hurts is going to have to walk into in Houston. So I think that's I think that's what we're working with. And I I don't mind it. I'm not big on Jalen Hurts anyways. So it's like <laughs> I would rather see Deshaun Watson with a a competent wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> and Devontae Smith and see what that can turn out to be. Um, but but other than that, I mean, as far as quarterbacks go, I we, we touched on too much of it that that nothing 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 too hot is coming out on this first episode. So but don't worry, don't worry. I I I, I keep them stored, you know. We, <laughs> we, we touch on them all the time. So I I'll have some good ones coming up. Don't worry about that. All right, well, well, for my heat check, let's talk about somebody that didn't crack either of our top 15s, Carson Wentz. Number 16. Really? Yes. Yeah, I didn't even think of him until I was thinking about our road trip that Liz and I went on. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm listening. So, so we were driving through Fargo, <laughs> North Dakota. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I see this North Dakota State University billboard, which is in Fargo, and it's got Carson Wentz's face on it. The legend. 
I'm like, first of all, I was I had to do a double take. I'm like, is that Prince Harry? And I'm like, oh no, Carson Wentz is on a billboard. I'm like, right, because Fargo North, right? Okay, so so here I am, and while we're in North Dakota, I was like, you know, Eastern North Dakota is nothing like Western North Dakota. So we went through North Dakota, went through South Dakota, did kind of a round trip, crossed both states. And I came up with this brilliant idea. This is my heat check. I'm listening. I'm listening. Scrap North and South Dakota. <laughs> All right. Shouldn't shouldn't even be a thing because they are so different east to west versus north to south. So we're going to cut it in half vertically. <laughs> okay. And the west side is going to be Roosevelt, the state, right? It's just going to be called Roosevelt. East side is going to be called Dakota. All right. <laughs> So the east side is going to be all farming because that's all there is. It's all cattle farming. It's where all of America is going to get its meat. They're going to be like the bacon hub of the world. Best bacon I've ever had was in North Dakota. All right. And then the west side is going to be the tourist destination with the three national parks and the Black Hills National Forest. So you heard it here first. There is no more North or South Dakota we are rocking with. Dakota on the east half and Roosevelt on the west. Well, <laughs> that's what we got uh, for the first episode of the Firestarters. Hope everybody enjoys and uh, we'll catch you next time.